Hello students today I am going to deal with another chapter and this is called Should Wizard Hit Mommy This story has been written by John Updike and in this story he deals with the world view of a little child the idealism that child lives in the view of different things that the child sees it also raises some difficult moral questions that we deal with in day to day lives the storyline is very very simple but the moral questions that it raises are something that you need to take note of now let me start by asking you when you were little didn't you hear stories that were told to you by your mother or your grandmothers there would have been at least one story that you liked in particular and you would have wanted to hear it over and over again many times when it was repeated to you and some words or some situations were changed you would stop the person telling the story and say no this was not like this this was like this every child goes through this stage the protagonist here is jo jo is a 4 year old girl and she listens to a story that is told by her father almost every day this started when she was just about 2 years old and now it has become a habit and every day she hears this story about a creature called roger now this roger could be a roger fish it could be a roger squirrel it could be a roger chipmunk it could be any any creature this creature has some problem and with that problem he goes to the wise owl the owl directs him to the wizard and the wizard decides that he can get him rid of that problem but he would have to pay a certain number of pennies the number of pennies that he demands is always more than what roger creature has so he goes to the well he performs a task he gets the pennies and the job gets done then once he is rid of the problem roger creature has a good time he plays many games with other creatures and he comes home and whatever is made in joe's house that is also made in roger creature's house so he would have all that food and then his daddy would come home in a chuk chuk train from boston he would tell him a story and then he would go to sleep now this is the basic story that joe hears every day according to her father although she was very very interested initially into in these stories when he started telling them now she is older she started questioning things she doesn't go to sleep as easily as she used to earlier Joe has a brother Bobby and Joe's mother is expecting their third child. Now that day when Jack comes back from office he's tired he's exhausted but then he asks her who shall be in the story today. What who shall the story be about today? So Joe she squeezed her eyes and she said let it be roger's skunk and jack realized that probably 
she had read about the skunks that day in her school. So he says, do you know what a skunk is? And she says, yes, I know it's an animal that smells very, very bad. He's quite okay with the fact. He says, okay, let the story be about Roger Skunk today. And he says, skunks smelled so bad that no other creature would play with him. If you remember your own days, you must have seen some movies. Let's say, Zindagi Na Mile Dobara or Three Idiots. Why did you like those movies? It was basically because you could identify with one of the characters. That is what made the stories of those movies so interesting. Here, Joe identifies with Roger's character. And when her father says he smelt very bad, she tries to bring about the emotion of Roger's skunk on her face. Jack goes on and he says all his friends would run away from Roger Skunk whenever he came near them. They would call out, here comes Roger's stinky skunk. And then two big teardrops would fall from Roger Skunk's eyes. And when he said those words, Joe would make a face as if she was about to cry. So she told him, Oh, please, let him go and see the owl. Tell him to go to see the owl. Jack realized that she was tensed about it. And he was very, very pleased with the fact that his story was taking an effect on her. But then he said that, am I telling you the story? Or are you telling me the story? He did not want to hurry with the story, even though he knew that Claire, his wife who was pregnant with their third child, was downstairs and she was trying to paint the furniture. So he carried on with the story at his own pace and he told Joe, he says, well, he walked along the path and he came to this very big tree and on top of that sat the big wise old owl. The way he said it, well, Joe was interested again and she said, good. So Roger Skunk told the owl and he said, All other animals run away from me because I smell so bad. And the owl said, Oh yes, very, very bad. Joe, you know, who was totally engrossed in the story, she said, The wizard, send him to the wizard. Again, Jack started getting irritated. He says, Daddy is telling the story. Do you want to tell Daddy the story? And she said, No, 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 you carry on. To that, Jack said, so lie down and be sleepy. Well, if you've seen the small children, if you tell them to be sleepy or if you tell them to go to sleep, they'll close their eyes, they'll probably open up one eye and see whether you're looking or not. So she also tried to look sleepy. Then he carried on with the story again and he said, the owl thought and thought and thought. And then he told him, why don't you go and see the wizard? At that point, Joe interrupted and she asked him a question. She says, Daddy, are magic spells real? To that, Jack realized that she was now getting into the reality phase. You know, if you tell a small child, okay, there is heaven and hell. If you do wrong things, you will go into hell. A small child might believe it. But as that child starts growing older, he starts 
questioning what the elders say and he'll just turn around and he might just ask you okay so show me where is heaven joe was getting into that kind of phase when her mother told her that god was in the sky she would turn around and say oh really or if she said that the spider eats bugs she would ask do they really well when she asked her dad are magic spells real jack answered well they are real in stories remember he was exhausted he was tired he had other things on his mind and at that time he was in no mood to pacify the child so he was pretty curt with her and he said the real in stories then he carried on with his own story he says the owl said go through the dark woods under the apple trees into the swamp over the creek again joe asked him what is a creek so he told her it was a little river and he carried on with the story and he said so over the creek he went and pretty soon he came to a little white house and he knocked on the door the wizard opened the door he was a little man and he said hey what is this what do you want you smell awful he tried to scrunch up his face to take out the sound like a wizard would and he felt that being an old man suited him so rajas kang said i know it and all the animals run away from me the wise old owl said that i must come to you you can help me so the wizard said oh maybe come on in but he also told him don't get too close inside the house there were so many things there were magic things they were all lying in a big dusty heap because the wizard did not have a cleaning lady so promptly joe asked him why and jack replied it was because he was a wizard and then she put up the question will he die according to her well if he could spin magic how would he die so jack told her no wizards don't die so he looked around the house and he found his wand so the wizard asked roger skunk what do you want to smell like and the skunk said he wanted to smell like roses the moment he said that he wanted to smell like roses joe said very good she was happy that roger skunk had chosen the smell of roses so jack he tried to chant the magic spell and he said abracadabra hocus pocus roger skunk how do you do roses boses pullen here roger skunk never fear bingo while he was saying these lines while he was saying this magic spell he could see the expression on his daughter's face there was a happiness on his face that he could recognize but then he also realized that this was the same story he would tell every day only the creature would change and joe knew that whatever the roger creature demanded that would happen he felt that the smile on joe's face was fake 
It was the kind of smile that his wife Claire would give when she was in a cocktail party that she did not want. But then he continued and he said the whole of inside of wizard's house was full of the smell of roses. He says, roses, Roger Fish cried. Remember, if you are listening very carefully, as a child, you tend to catch the mistakes of your parents. And it nothing gives you more pleasure than telling your parents, oh, you made a mistake. Now, the moment he said, roses, Roger Fish cried, immediately, Joe caught on and she said, Daddy, it's Roger Skunk and not Roger Fish. So he said, Okay, Skunk. But then she said, Daddy, Roger Fish, weren't you silly in saying that it was Roger Fish and not Roger Skunk? Although he was irritated, he still said, Yes, it was silly of your stupid old daddy. And then he said that the wizard demanded seven pennies. But Roger Skunk had only four pennies, so he began to cry and he made that crying face again. Again, he could hear that downstairs his wife was working on the furniture and he realized that he needed to get down as fast as possible to help his wife. So the wizard said, oh, very well, go to the end of the lane, turn around three times, look down into the magic well and there you will find three pennies. Roger Skunk did exactly that. He went there, he caught those pennies and he came back and everybody was happy. Daddy said and they played tag, baseball, football, basketball. Basically, he used all the games that Joe used to play. And then he said that when it began to get dark, well, they went back to their mommies because they had to go to sleep. He realized that Joe was already fidgeting. She was making a fuss with her hands. She realized that the story was going to end. And he did not like the fact that she took it for granted that the story was going to end. The writer says he never liked it. When women took things for granted, he liked them to be apprehensive. He liked them to be hanging on to his words. That shows the chauvinistic attitude of Jack. Now, normally his story would end here. But that day, because he was irritated, because Joe was fidgeting, he carried on with the story. And he said that when Roger Skunk's mother came back, she said, What's this awful smell? Now, this was the part which Joe had never heard. And she said, what? How can she call the smell of roses awful? But then the mother said, who made you smell like that? And she went into Roger Skunk's room. She pulled him out of the bed. She picked up her umbrella and she said, you come with me. We are going back to that wizard. How dare he change your smell? At that time, Joe, because she identified with Roger Skunk, there was a genuine fright in her eyes. She said, But daddy, all the animals will run away if his smell is changed again. Joe tried to call out. She said, No, don't do this. She tried to stop her father from speaking those words. But then there was an inspiration that came to her. 
and she said okay so the mother took him there but i'm sure the wizard hit the mommy on her head and he said no i'm not going to change the skunk back at that time jack said no the wizard said okay and he changed the skunk's smell back to his awful smell and he smelled very bad again now jo was actually in tears and she said no but what would the other animals she could not even complete her sentence at that time jack said but it's daddy's story and daddy can change the story as he wants and he said this is how it happened roger's skunk came back and his mommy said that she loved him very much and she loved his smell then his dad came back and they heard the chuk chuk train and they ate food and he went to sleep but joe was not convinced she asked him but did the other animals run away to that jack replied they did for some time but ultimately they realized that roger skunk was a good skunk and whoever cared for him came back to him despite his smell while he was telling the story he remembered his own childhood perhaps a similar incident had happened with him his mother had been angry about something she would have told him not to change himself for anybody else at that time he did not understand what she meant but as he grew up he realized that parents know best they work with experience and if somebody really cares for you you don't have to change your identity for that person now this part when he thinks about his own childhood and how his mother reacted and how he realized that he should not change his identity is the story within the story he remembers his past and from whatever he's learned from that past he's trying to tell this to his own child till now he had only been dealing with fairy tales roger changed his smell or roger did whatever was required he was popular but today he wanted to give her a lesson in harsh reality a reality is different from a fairy tale and he felt that jo was growing up and she needed to understand that but jo was still not pacified she says tomorrow you will tell me a story in which the mother took the skunk to the wizard but the wizard he took the umbrella hit the mother on the head and he said no i am not going to change this smell but then jack stuck to whatever he had said he says no i am not going to change the story he said little skunk loved his mother and mommy loved her child and she did what was right he comes down he's had an argument with joe he's refused to change the story for joe joe is not accepting the story and ultimately when he comes down he sees that his wife is already working on the furniture at that time she had spread the newspapers she was painting the can 
she was wearing an old shirt the woodwork was by then half old tan means it was half brown the old color and half new ivory that was the new color they were changing it into and he says he felt caught in an ugly middle position now while he was coming down his wife asked him that was a long story now she had just made a comment because it took longer than usual but jack takes it as a sarcastic comment it could be because he was exhausted it could be because he was frustrated that his daughter was not understanding his point of view it could be because he was irritated with the arguments it could be anything now what does he mean by feeling caught in an ugly middle position if you look at it from jack's point of view well there's a difference between fairy tale and reality he wanted his daughter to understand reality and although he wanted the best for his daughter he wanted everything that she wanted to be true he realized that was not how the world worked and because he was unable to balance between the fairy tale world and the real world for his daughter he felt angry and frustrated and he felt that he was caught in an ugly middle position now the fact that he says it was half tan and new ivory half tan refers to the the old thinking the fairy tale and new tan refers to the reality this is a very important question it is often asked what does he mean by saying that he felt caught in an ugly middle position he was caught because he was unable to draw a balance between reality and fairy tale and he was frustrated because of that the second question that is often asked is that what are the moral issues that this story raises number 1 we must accept who we are it is our identity and we cannot change our identity at the whims and fancies of other people if they love us well they will come back to us whatever we may be like secondly parents always know the best for their child they have the experience and whatever decision they might take they will take it in favor of the child the third moral issue that it raises is that parents need to understand the child's point of view also they cannot take it for granted that they are right they need to be very clear in their minds and they need to make the child understand why they are doing certain things the way they do you can also be asked about the basic storyline that jack used to follow my take on it would be that you read the lesson although i have told you the story but extracts can be answered only if you read the lesson properly thank you